Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real-life, real-time issues and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That is correct. My name is Todd Watley, and I am one of your hosts of Answers on Aging, and my other host is Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley, and welcome, everybody. We are really happy to bring you episode 19 today, and we are going to answer the question, why are friends important to have as I age? It's going to really talk about, we're going to really talk about um, and kind of get into the mental and physical benefits of friends and socialization and companionship. And I think that, again, uh, in a lot of ways, this topic can be applied to just about any age. But what we've noticed is that, especially off the skirt tails of the pandemic, um, there has been an incredible amount of isolation amongst our seniors and caregivers. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, usually just easier to not try to upset the apple card and keep dad or keep mom or keep my spouse home because Mm -hmm. one, there are all those bugs out there and viruses. And two, it kind of rocks the boat and you never really know how your loved one's going to react in a new surrounding or how other people are going to react when Mm -hmm. maybe they do something that you don't think is really very appropriate to happen in public. And so, you know, there are a lot of reasons why as we age, either as someone who has dementia or someone who's a caregiver to kind of isolate yourself and just avoid those situations altogether. And that can be incredibly detrimental to your health. And we're probably not telling you anything that you don't know during the show, I think the purpose of the show is to encourage you, you know, yes, you know, this is important, but to please go do it. And particularly with the pandemic, hopefully being over with or on the backside of it is how to do that and Mm -hmm. just encourage you to get out and do some things because there are mental and physical detriments to isolation. I think Mm -hmm. Sarah has a statistic that is amazing talking about isolation and how it affects you. Do you remember that? Well, the, um, there was a study back in, I think it was 2015 that concluded, and it was like big headlines that the lack of social interaction and engagement can be as harmful to your physical health as smoking like 15 cigarettes a day. Yeah. Can you imagine how unhealthy those isolated smokers are? (laughs) (laughs) That's a double whammy. I yeah. know, I know. But yeah, it's it. 
it's just crucial for your brain primarily, but your emotions and, you know, friends are important. So socialization is important and Mm -hmm. we just encourage you, you know, the purpose of this show again is to give you some good reasons for doing it and some tips on how to do it. Yeah. Just bringing awareness and kind of starting a conversation that you may have thought about or wanted to have, but didn't really know how to start it. So um, if nothing else, this podcast can be your excuse for bringing up an otherwise kind of uncomfortable or awkward situation with your loved ones. Come on, mom, let's go do something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's get out. Um, So just because you're growing old doesn't mean that you're like doomed for loneliness. Okay. I have a client who's well into her nineties and she and I just met maybe two or three years ago and have grown a lot closer because now she's my client. um, And I visit her about, once or twice a week and she likes to um talk about old memories and fun things and we're doing we're going through her story of my lifetime book and so that she can reflect and I'm just basically transcribing her memories and she shared a memory with me just the other day and at the end she was like you know what's just awful is that Every person in that story I just shared with you has died. And I want so bad to pick up the phone and call them and be like, remember when this happened and we can just laugh. And she said, you know, it's lonely. And I think, gosh, I mean, she has a point, but like I'm her new friend Mm -hmm. and she has a very active family support system that check on her on a regular basis. And I think that, Sometimes when we age, it's common to get in sort of a rut or your routine and not make special efforts to have fun anymore. And just because you're old doesn't mean you don't get to have fun and you don't Mm -hmm. get to make new friends, you know? You have to put more of an effort into it. Yeah, I think, you know, just having friends is good. And like our very recent representative, recent episode talking about laughter yeah many times when you get with friends you end up laughing about something and spend some time laughing or joking or whatever and we know how healthy laughter is that's right because you've already listened to that episode (laughs) and you know all the benefits um but you know having friends and socialization it's not just about laughing and cutting up and having a good time sometimes that socialization and engagement that you need is on a more serious level and you need someone to cry with or to confide in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it is very important to laugh as you all already know. However, having friends is important for so much more than just sitting down and having a good laugh. Sure. Sure. So some research shows that isolation increases depression severity okay and so if you struggle with depression staying home by yourself is just going to make it worse yeah 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 get out go do something so let's jump on that real quick Uh what are some things people can do to get out and do things if like your friend all of her friends have died yeah so well she so she has a very um 
I would say, comprehensive collection of all kinds of music and mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And even if it's by herself, just think about if you're sitting at home by yourself and it's super quiet and nobody, the TV's not on or nobody's coming to call or see you, then put some music on in the background mm-hmm. and perk up the mood. I mm-hmm. mean, there is nothing like mood music. In fact... Um, this morning on my way over here to record the podcast, mm-hmm. um, I had to get gas and I, I went inside to pay for it. And the gas station just started hosting karaoke. <laughs> and it was so much fun. People were in there doing People karaoke? People were in there doing karaoke. Yes. Huh. And it just made the atmosphere so much more fun. So, hey, another good recommendation is to get you a karaoke machine and just go to town. You know, especially so, if you're alone. Then you're not going to hurt anybody's ears. So what I was thinking was... <laughs> that was a rabbit hole. Yeah, that was a rabbit hole. Sorry. I would, you know, there are a lot of places out there that allow volunteers oh yeah that's where you're going that's where i was going. Uh uh-huh yeah normally we're really good about catching each other's cues but that's okay (laughs) so um you know nursing homes allow for volunteers Mm -hmm. almost every nonprofit loves volunteers because they're a nonprofit and they need to not spend money on salaries as but they Need things done, you know. Right. Animal shelters, yeah. Just you know the thrift stores out there that mm-hmm. are nonprofits. You can go in, you can volunteer there to to separate stuff. I mean, there are things you can do. There are so many volunteer opportunities out there that yeah. if if there's something that is near and dear to you, be it puppies or Alzheimer's or you know, rocking babies at the children's hospital. Yeah, rocking babies. There are things you can do, and they would love to see you. Yes, yes. And it's usually not that difficult to figure out what the opportunities are for volunteering in your area. Mm -hmm. Um, So just pick either a hobby or a type of business. Start making a couple of phone calls and see what's out there Mm -hmm. and find what you're interested in so that you do it well and so that it brings you joy. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing that volunteer activity, you're going to make friends and you're going to meet new people and you're going to be engaged and interacting with people when you otherwise would have been just sitting at home by yourself, not helping anyone or helping yourself. You know, when you you said a hobby, most universities and community colleges, once you're past, I think 65, Mm -hmm. they have free courses. You can go sit in on a college course. You can sit in on a photography course, whatever interests you, call them and say, hey, you know, I'm this old, can I come to a course? And probably the answer is yes. And that will have something, you know, twice or three times a week Mm -hmm. that you will schedule and it will make you get up and go and do things. And you will probably meet some other older people. But I love it when young people, you know, Uh 18, 19, 20 years old, spend some time with a older person because typically a lot of kids nowadays don't spend much time with their grandparents. And when you're in this college class with this 20 year old, they're like, what are you doing here? It's like, well, I'm trying to learn. And they're, that's cool. And so you start talking and I think that's a very interesting 
dynamic that young kids need yeah. to know that old people are cool and have stories and are pretty fun. Yeah, I learn a lot from <laughs> hanging out with old people. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Particularly Good those stuff. without filters. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so another benefit to having friends and socializing and not being alone is that when you do need help, you have somebody that's there to help you. Right. You know, if mm-hmm. it's in your home or if it's just having that close, I call it my tribe or my pod of people I can reach out to. And I know that because of our relationship, they are going to be there for me when I need help. And so even when it comes to if you have a fall at home or you've mm-hmm. had a recent hospitalization or a recent surgery and need somebody to bring you meals or take you to your follow-up appointments, having friends is really nice. Um, I'll just say that not long ago, I got a flat tire. And the first call I made when I got to the tire shop was one of my best friends. And she hopped right over and picked me up. And so, you know, it's it's harder to get help if you don't have friends, mm-hmm. bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so the next benefit is just your overall mental health and physical benefits can, I mean, we could talk and talk and talk about different organ systems and different, you know, and get really specific, but in general, we have talked about that Yeah, in a previous podcast. Yeah. So go back to that, but it just know that it has so many Uh, mental and physical benefits that will make you live longer. And it's, it also boosts your immunity. It makes Mm -hmm. the triggers in your body and your nerves and your immune system be more active. And so you're less likely to get sick. You're more likely to live longer. And, you know, I can't help but think about going back to my client. No wonder she's so old. She has had a ton of friends. Wow. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, she has had so many friends. Well, and I was just thinking, you know, have a exercise buddy, a walking buddy. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, in in my neighborhood, I see two two women very consistent. Well, two sets of two women very consistently walking. Mm-hmm. They're always together, and so I, I'm sure on a day you're like, I don't, I don't want to go walk, and yeah. your friend calls and says, Hey, it's walking time. You're uh-huh. like. Okay, and so you do it when otherwise you would have just Stay stayed on the couch. Mm-hmm. And so having a good walking buddy is always important as motivation. But then again, typically when you walk, you're talking, you're yeah. you're socializing, and you are helping your joints and your brain and everything mm-hmm. with the physical activity. Yeah, you know what else friends do to help hold you accountable is like remind you that you need to go get that annual mammogram or prostate exam or maybe tell you when you're getting a few extra LBs. <laughs> do you have a friend like that, Todd? I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of my lifelong friends, one of our most common comments is like, dude, you're looking fat. <laughs> so it's like, Guys can I, say I, things like that to each other without, I can't. think it probably does hurt your feelings. But probably. Yes. Yeah, so I know, I know, I know. And, yeah. But it keeps me on track and. So yes, dude, dude, you look fat. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Another good way to make friends is to get active in your church or religious group. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm seeing more and more um, 
interviews, or not interviews, but articles about small group ministries of all different backgrounds with all kinds of different goals or values. And so looking within your existing church or whatever kind of religious practices that you have and asking, you know, what kind of um, programs do we have that I could maybe get more active in or um, what, when my dad was a preacher, it was like twice a month, he would be in, our church would be in charge of putting on the church services at a nursing home Mm -hmm. in the community. And so, you know, if, if you don't want to be part of a small group, but, and your heart is with the seniors, this is also a good opportunity for you to check out the facilities, Mm -hmm. find out, you know, how they take care of their residents, but also get engaged and and stay active and probably make a few new friends. Yeah. Nursing home residents love those church services. Oh yeah. You know, that's, most of them grew up in church uh-huh. and those old hymns and things yeah. really bring them to life. And You know what's yeah. funny about that? <laughs> what? My mom says that whenever we used to go to the nursing homes on Sundays, I would cry walking in because I didn't want to go because it's so depressing. Uh-huh. And I would cry walking out because I wanted to take everybody with me. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like, oh, can I just take a couple? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I had a few favorites. You're still that way. Yeah. You'll meet someone, oh, they're just precious. Uh-huh. I just want to take them home with me. I'm like, Sarah, you can't take them home with you. Can't take them home. And my husband will say, don't squeeze their cheeks. Please don't <laughs> squeeze their cheeks. Not okay for grownups to squeeze the old people's cheeks. Maybe a baby, Maybe not a, an old person. Not an old person. So, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, just hopefully this show will encourage you. Well, it, it will educate you on the importance of being social, the importance of, you know, maintaining those relationships and ideally in person, but if it's not in person, pick up the phone and call a friend because they're, they're probably needing a phone call. You need to make a phone call, do that at least. But hopefully if you've both been vaccinated and you know, everybody's good with it, Mm -hmm. get in the car and go visit them or have them meet you for coffee somewhere, you know, Uh do something, get out and do something, get your brain going, get your social life going so that you don't decline. Yeah. And so many other things in life are not fun as Mm -hmm. we age. Mm -hmm. So you need to make the extra effort to still have fun. There is just no sense in not having any fun whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's true. If you don't have fun and you are isolated and just completely at a at your loss or at you know your wits end and you don't even know how to start re-listen to this podcast reach out to those organizations or some old friends and and get started in making new friends making new memories and having fun yep all right thank you all very much we uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. Please like and share. Uh-huh. Tell other people about us. And if you have topics you would like for us to talk about, please let us know because mm-hmm. we want this to be as um, user-friendly and user-motivated as possible. So please do not hesitate to reach out and give us comments or complaints or new ideas, okay? Yeah. Thank yeah. you all.
Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit the subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about today's episode, go to AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, tune in to the Facebook page Senior Services NWA to catch their weekly live radio program every Wednesday morning. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.